Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Blaze Radio Network. And now, chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher. So, when a car says, or the company that makes the car, says full self-driving capabilities, that's really not what it means. Uh, It just means uh, you get to pretend like it has full self-driving capabilities. I mean, there's plenty of states that want uh, car makers, most importantly Tesla, to stop using that term full self-driving. But there are plenty of cases where people have been under the influence of whatever substance and decided to put it on self-driving mode and go where they've got to go. Some places, uh, one report was an accident, but everything was fine. It happened in a park. Nobody was hurt. There was no fire. It was fine. We're moving on. Um, We had a guy not long ago admit on a Twitter Spaces story, and Twitter Spaces was for a, a Tesla space talk, the Musk Meltdown Marathon, and uh, he admitted that he what got drunk, claimed he put it on self-driving, and it drove him home flawlessly. People said, hey, don't do that. And they booed him. Had I been on the spaces, I may have said, uh, good job. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks for thinking of, uh, thinking of me and other people on the road, knowing that you couldn't do it yourself. So you're going to go ahead and let the car do it. (laughs) I'm sure that, uh, there are plenty of people out there that disagree with that. I will say that, uh, why not? When is, when are we at the point for letting the self-driving car just self-drive us? I'm ready for it. I am ready. I, if you could tell me I could get a car today without having to get a driver and have someone drive me to and fro which i am not opposed to and i'm a fan of um i like driving but i mean i would much rather have a driver but if i could have a car that would just i just get in and say home and it takes me home (laughs) uh yeah i'm all about that and whether you're under the influence or not just take me home work store whatever just so that you don't i don't have to worry about it and just let the car do it i'm in but especially if you're under the influence Uh, no kidding i mean now i don't think you can start the electric cars unless you're behind the wheel we've seen the electric trucks on the road they've already got them all over the internet or all over the uh uh interstates here in dfw but they always have a driver uh that they're close they're close to just letting them be on the road without humans behind the wheel so i'm close to that's all i want i just want to get in and say home you just get in the car and you can go hey put on chewing the fat and take me home i mean that's perfection right there welcome 
Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So if you're still waiting at the airport, uh, hello. Uh, sorry about that. That was the FAA problem. I know. I know. The ground order has been lifted on flights. Uh, apparently, they claim after two and a half hours. It was a lot longer than that. I mean, they started grounding flights first thing this morning. If you're listening live, today is the 11th of January, 2023. And people were noticing uh, delays on flights and grounding of flights early on this morning, 4 or 5 a.m. So it was a lot longer than just two and a half hours. Now, uh, according to the FAA, the NOTAM system, N-O-T-A-M system, which pilots use to see flight plans, failed overnight. Now, the White House says there's no evidence of a cyber attack. So... That pretty much, <laughs> that almost guarantees that it was a cyber attack. But, hey, that's what they, they claim. They claim there's no evidence of a cyber attack. Okay. So the issue was fixed by 9 a.m. More than 4,000 flights were delayed as a result. Yay! So, I mean, this is the first time that flights, all flights were grounded since 9-11. Uh, so it's not a good thing. You can quote me on that. It's not a good thing that that happened. <laughs> now, they announced it. This is where, okay, this is where they get their two and a half hours. Uh, they announced that they had grounded all flights as an overnight failure of its NOTAM system at 6.30 a.m. So they were back up and running by 9 a.m. And so that's where you get your two and a half hours. But they were grounded at least a couple of hours before that. Uh, they even talk about the system going down overnight. Duh. So 4,500 flights delayed, 840 flights canceled. Oh, man, it's got to be a nightmare. I am thankful that I am not flying today. And those of you that are waiting in airports and waiting to fly out or fly to someplace, listening to Chewing the Fat, I'm with you. I feel your pain. I feel your pain. So I guess... Uh, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, who is uh, on top of it. He's been briefed along with President Biden. I mean, that's, that's why they know that there's no evidence that there was a, there was a cyber attack. Uh, the airline experts are saying, uh, no, it's the Biden administration's fault. <laughs> uh, no excuse for the failure that is the latest in a string of embarrassing transport headaches since he took office. So specifically, they're blaming Pete Buttigieg. Good. Good. Well, he's home on uh, baby leave. Uh, maybe we could have paid a little bit more attention to, uh, I don't know, his job. But anyway, if you're stuck at an airport waiting for a flight, it doesn't matter whose fault it is. You just know you want to get to where you're going. So keep your head up and sooner or later they'll get you out. No, really, they, they will. They, sooner or later, they will. They'll get you out. No problem. I mean, at least you're not flying with the Wells Fargo VP or the, I should say, the former Wells Fargo VP of operations uh, in India. He uh, urinated on a 72-year-old wo- woman during a business class flight from New York to New Delhi. Wait, now he claims, hey, she condoned it. Did she? 
Uh, he's accused of urinating on an elderly lady. The incident occurred in November on board a flight between New York and Mumbai. Uh, Shankar Mishra alleges through his lawyers that the woman condoned the act. Oh, of course. You're flying from New York to Mumbai. You want to pee on me? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so he apparently was drunk on board the flight. And after he did it, he was crying. Oh, Mishra, were you? Did you think that that was going to end your job and everything? Yes. Well, he's been fired uh, after he was accused of this urination issue with the 72-year-old woman. <laughs> Unbelievable. So he pees on this lady, and then he says, ah, she condoned it. So just stop it. Wow. I mean, if you're on a plane and you've got some drunk guy that starts peeing on you, that seems to be a problem. Now, apparently, uh, he only stopped when the passenger sitting beside her told him to. So I guess uh, he was stumbling from a few seats back, unzipped his pants, and started going. And then uh, the, the passenger next to the lady said, hey, what are you doing? So he was arrested upon landing and, but she was forced to sit him in crew seats for the duration of the flight. Yeah. Well, she's covered in his people. Couldn't we find her some different clothes to wear? Somebody's got to have some PJs in one of their carry-ons for her, right? Oh, they did. Okay, good. Yes. Thank you. The crew did give her a set of pajamas and footwear and sprayed disinfectant on her belongings. Excellent. I mean, that's, that was nice of i mean holy cow (laughs) so they claim that it's all false and uh the woman let it happen we'll see what happens but at least today if you're stuck at an airport because the faa shut down flights you don't have to worry about this happening to you you know on a plane you may have to worry about it there at the airport though wow congratulations to harry yes prince harry or formerly prince harry anyway his uh, new book spare has become the uk's fastest selling non-fiction book ever now he's been on a big tour to promote the book for sure it has sold more than four hundred thousand copies so far across uh, hard book ebook and audio formats uh, in Great Britain, in the United Kingdom. So congratulations to Harry. Uh, they for sure knew that it was going to fly off the shelf, and it most definitely did. Right now, uh, it looks like the only books that have sold more in the first day was, uh, you know, the other the Harry Potter books. So uh, congratulations to Harry. Uh, I'm sure it'll be huge right now. It ranks a bestseller on Amazon's UK, US, Australian, German, and Canadian websites. Um, Wow, Uh, just incredible. I know I watched uh, the Netflix special, the series, uh, Harry and Meghan, or Meghan and Harry, or Spare, and the, I don't, I won't call her that. (laughs) Uh, Just it does not make you like him. I'm sorry. It just does not make you like him. It didn't make me like him. And I kind of liked him. I'm kind of a Royals fan. But, wow, it just they were living at friends' places. And you just see Harry barefoot all the time. And 
They're living at friends' places until they finally moved into their dump in Montecito, which, by the way, they've been evacuated from because there's been, uh, you know, world-class rain uh, in California with the uh, weather phenomenon known as an atmospheric river, which is a plume of deep tropical moisture that stretches across the Pacific. Wow, I mean, they've had some serious rain, though, in California. At least 17 people have been killed. One child remains missing. Record rainfall. Flash flooding. Um, Rainfall amounts of up to 7 inches are expected in Northern California and the Pacific Northwest, exasperating areas that have already forced tens of thousands of residents to leave their homes. Yeah, that's just today. I mean, San Francisco has already seen, I think, 13 inches of rain. Which uh, they're saying that's the that's the wettest day ever since 1849. Uh, you know, it's the third wettest day. Uh, <laughs> this is how they're doing their records now. Okay, uh, San Francisco has seen 13 inches of rain, marking the third wettest 15-day stretch since 1849. <laughs> okay Uh, you know what it's 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 wet there's a lot of rain a whole bunch of rain okay (laughs) i mean there's also a record that talks about the past eight years saw the highest global temperatures on record dating back to 1850 okay so the highest global temperatures on record what does that even mean i mean okay anyway all that to say congratulations to harry who needed these sales to bump it up he's got to keep megan happy uh so it's big sales we'll see what else is next i mean they still have got uh, they've got to create some more content for spotify they've got to create some content for netflix he's i don't know how many you know if he signed another book deal what else is he going to write about uh, next time it's going to be uh you know his evictus games the invictus games we got to have that and we have a book on that i guarantee you it won't sell as much as this one but for right now it is a bestseller and man i mean i kind of want to read it i've seen all the headlines and uh they are so that that netflix special really did not do them justice as far as i'm concerned you know what i mean it just didn't it just bothered me i don't know why it just bothered me and then he did a 60 minutes interview and he's talked about uh uh, the text between megan and kate and the disagreement he had with elton and he's just he's just trying to sell the book just trying to sell the book and it's working but what's next i'll tell you what's next the break room let's go to the break room i need something cold to drink desperately so how about those golden globes last night huh i know I know. Wow. The 2023 Golden Globe Awards. Uh, I I did not uh, watch it. I know I I actually did want to. I went back and watched the speech from Vladimir Zelensky from Ukraine. And uh, that was riveting. And then uh, Gerard Carmichael 
was the host. He, uh, you know, he's a comedian. I've seen some of his work. He's, you know, he's funny. Some of the stuff he does is kind of funny. Um, but he said in his monologue, I'm here because I'm black. I mean, that's why they canceled it because of last year because of the lack of diversity. And he even claimed, uh, he said uh, that uh, he wanted to explain why he agreed to host. He said uh, they weren't up to speed, uh, that, uh, that I won't say they were a racist organization, but he said they didn't have a single black member until George Floyd died. So with that information, do with that information what you will. He uh, didn't presume any of the organization's promised changes resulted in actual reform. I took this job assuming they hadn't changed at all. And he said that he and he said they paid him five hundred thousand to get to host it for the night. Uh, I'm in. I'm in for five hundred grand. I'm hosting that thing too. <laughs> yeah, lack of diversity. Yep, they, they sure were. But five hundred grand, I'm in. The ratings have got to. I mean, I haven't seen any of the numbers yet, but they cannot be good. Um, they've already. They were on a huge slide anyway. Uh, so I'm sure that these numbers will not be good at all. They took a beating on social media for being boring. Uh, amazing that uh, the beating that they took. Spielberg's uh, The Fablemans won the coveted drama category with Spielberg also taking home best director. Uh, Austin Butler, Elvis the King, uh, won... Uh, <laughs> and kate blanchard who played the uh, composer lydia tar uh, nabbed awards for best actor and best actress in a drama and so uh, also uh, notable winners include angela bassett who became the first actor to earn an award for starring in a superhero f- superhero film uh okay she was best supporting actress for her role as queen ramonda in black panther wakanda forever so congratulations to all the winners at the golden globes and you guys are all great i mean that with every ounce of being in me you guys are just great uh no one won the uh mega millions last night i know man i was really really looking forward to winning the mega millions it was only 1.1 billion dollars so you know i don't know that i could get by on that but i was going to give it a shot so since there was no winner uh we have a new jackpot for friday the 13th this coming friday the 13th uh, 1.35 billion jackpot 707.9 million cash payout it's still the fourth largest i feel like it would have jumped more than that it was 1.1 and now it's only 1.35 i feel like mega's holding the reins a little tight on that bad boy plus i was i talked a little bit about this on uh, my chewing the fat segment during uh, pat unleashed today which i do every wednesday on pat gray unleashed uh when i went to and i did go buy a ticket yesterday for the mega millions drawing and when i went you know they have the side by side the powerball and the mega millions 
and the Mega Millions obviously is you know 1.35 billion, and then the Powerball is 360 million. And it looks like only 360 million. Oh, just wait, what? I mean, that's still a hundred, one hundred and eighty-eight million point seven <laughs> cash payout. So you're only going to get almost 189 million dollars if you were to win the Powerball, and it's nothing. It's like nothing. It feels like nothing. So, and we've talked about that before because there's plenty of winners that win 10 million, 5 million, a million. And those are, I mean, those can really help. And some, I mean, 10 million could change your life drastically. A million, does that change your life drastically? Well, I mean, it certainly changes your life. Um, I don't know. And it certainly doesn't come close to, you know, a hundred million or 20 million, but I'm not turning it down. I'm not turning it down at all. So if you play, uh, good luck. I really want you to win. Now I mean that I want you to win. And you can let me know if you uh, if you win. Just uh, reach out to me on my social media accounts. Uh, Twitter is at JeffyJFR. Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. And you can always email the show, ChewingTheFatAtTheBlaze.com. I got an email from Russ that talks about listening to Chewing the Fat and Pat Gray Unleashed daily at work. And he's subscribed through the Apple Podcast app. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, he's also a Blaze subscriber. Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you, which you can do. BlazeTV.com slash Jeffy. Promo code Jeffy gets you a discount. That's uh, That subscribership helps keep this podcast free. If you're listening to this show right now and you're not a subscriber, you're a freeloader. Nobody likes a freeloader. Okay, Find a platform and subscribe to the show. It's free. And everybody likes free stuff. Nobody likes a freeloader, but... I digress. Uh, he says uh, he thanks for making the workday more enjoyable. I mean, you're welcome, Rosh. That's what we're here for. And so he makes sure to tell me that when the coworkers see him laughing out loud and ask what I'm listening to, he has to follow the rules. And the rules are: if you subscribe to Chewing the Fat, you have to. The answer is Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Thank you. No matter what show you're listening to, it doesn't matter. I know you're going to listen to other stuff. But if you're asked, hey, what are you listening to? Your answer as a subscriber to Chewing the Fat must be Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. And that's what Rush did. And he wanted to let me know that that's what he's doing. And Russ, thank you. And I appreciate you following the rules. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. So yesterday we talked about the AI robot that is getting ready to be used in a courtroom for the first time in history. 
The algorithm is created by the company Do Not Pay. And I have the CEO and founder, Joshua Browder, on the phone as we speak. Joshua, welcome to Chewing the Fat. How in the world are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. So you are the founder and creator of, uh, well, we'll just call it Robot Lawyer, but it's really a, an algorithm um, that people are able to use. I can, I can use it myself now. Yes, exactly. So the Do Not Pay uh, Robot Lawyer started with parking tickets, and we started sending templates for people's tickets. And we realized um, this is bigger than just tickets. So today it works in over 200 areas of consumer rights, including things like getting refunds from airlines like Southwest, cutting down people's utility bills, canceling subscriptions, all of these areas where you can't hire a lawyer over $100. So that's a great job for AI. So, uh, correct, I can't hire a lawyer for over $100. So, uh, do I, am I able to just be a member of don'tpay.com and then use your services as needed? Or is it a, uh, is it a buffet and I just have to come and pay for what I need? It's a buffet, so it's donotpayit.com, and it's um, all you can eat. Um, oh, it's nice. only $36, though, so it's like a 1,000 times cheaper than a lawyer. And the average user makes about seven times uh, the subscription price. So we have things that even if you don't have an explicit problem, you can like connect your account and it shows you all the ways you're being ripped off, all the fees, all the subscriptions. And then it starts getting to work sending angry letters to get you money back. <laughs> that is awesome. So the story that we are told about the uh, algorithm being used in the courtroom, first, let me ask, is that even legal? I mean, are the attorneys and judges allowing a robot in the courtroom? So just to give you some background, um, we decided to um, do this experiment where um, AI is going to be whispering in someone's ear in a physical courtroom. And I tweeted out this offer saying do not pay will pay even if you lose but if you want to be the first ever test case for a robot lawyer in a u.s courtroom let me know and the tweet got hundreds and hundreds of thousands of views and a few and a few hundred people uh, reached out offering their cases in most of those cases it's illegal for various reasons but we found two cases where it's not strictly against the law i don't think it's in the spirit of what the courts would like but they haven't banned it yet so we're trying it. We're not announcing in advance where they are, and we're seeing where it goes. So the the uh, the person in the courtroom is going to use your algorithm uh, to listen to what's happening in the courtroom and then respond to them, and he'll just he'll just parrot what's being told to him. Then correct? That's right, and. Um, the AI technology has got, in my opinion, a hundred times better in the past year. Yeah. Um, there's only so much you can do with a template. I mentioned earlier we send a lot of angry letters to companies, <laughs> and that's great for a hundred dollar dispute, but maybe it's not so good for a twenty thousand dollar medical bill. So yeah. where we want to take this is we want to automate all of consumer rights by actually allowing AI to go back and forth with companies and governments in real time. On your behalf, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So are you okay? So if I don't pay.com obviously is a website. 
or I do not, I'm sorry, do not pay.com. Uh, but if I, is, am I able to use it on Android and iOS? I'm, I'm, That's I'm, right. It's um, actually a, a website and it works great on mobile. So you can use it on any device that has internet connection. Awesome. So do, do I get to choose? <laughs> I mean, right now it's just an algorithm, so I don't get to choose what my lawyer looks like. But do I get to choose what my lawyer sounds like? So um, the courtroom stuff we're doing is an experiment. We're pushing the boundaries, and we want to encourage more courts to allow AI in the uh, justice system. Yeah. Um, but we do have products coming out that actually will talk to companies on your behalf. So imagine a robot that will phone up United and argue with them about the in-flight Wi-Fi. Um, and in that case, you will get to choose which voice, and you can even have your own voice. So the AI technology is so good these days that maybe if you record two minutes of audio to the app or website, um, it will be able to clone it. And there's already technology out there that can do that. Well, yeah, Microsoft was just uh, announcing that they have that hammered out now, right, where they can... Uh they pretty much have that technology hammered out, which is awesome, I guess. It doesn't bode well for someone in the broadcast industry, but, you know, oh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll get by. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it can be used for good, like consumer rights, but it can also be used for evil. Like, I would imagine that grandparents will be getting calls from their for scam calls pretending right. to be their grandson asking for money so it, we live in scary times. Yeah, we do. Uh, and how do you, how do you get that? So... If you have figured out that someone is going to use, well, yeah, I mean, you're going to have to find a way to believe or not believe, right? You're going to have to, everybody's going to have to find a way themselves to figure out whether it's true or not and what you believe and what you don't believe. No question. That's a whole other issue. I get that. So um, how far are we? I, I find it fascinating that they... Uh, aren't they don't allow it in the courtroom yet obviously um how far do you think we are from them allowing the algorithm to be used in court are they going to just start out with well you can use it in traffic court but that's it i think there's a crisis right now where people can't afford these expensive lawyers um, the American Bar Association um, assumes over 80% of people who lead, need legal help can't afford it. And so these lawyers, they really want to protect their industry. They want to keep the prices high because that's their paycheck. Right. But there's such a big crisis, they have to do something. So I agree. Uh, they're going to do things like allow it for smaller cases. There's not a lawyer who will get out of bed for a $100 traffic ticket. <laughs> well, there are some, but they're not very good. And so I think that those ones could be replaced by AI and the system may allow it. That's, that'll be, that'll be absolutely amazing. So, um, I'm actually kind of looking forward to the outcome of, uh, and as I'm sure you are too, for this, uh, trial case. Are you thinking that perhaps the, and, and obviously I know you're not talking about where it is and what it's happening, yeah. but, uh, what happens if the judge says, what are you doing? How come you're, what do you got in your, you know, what are you, what are you listening to? What's happening? What's going on here? And then, you know, kicks everybody to the curb. I mean, then you're, I mean, obviously you said so, you'd pay for it, but. So w when I um, tweeted about it originally, I um, said AirPods, 
but we recently discovered there are these glasses. I'm not sure if you've heard of them, where they're actually earphones, but you can't see them as earphones. It goes through the bone. Yes. So, um, yeah, so we found a version of those that are very, very discreet, and we're going to use that. So no one will actually be able to tell that the person is being whispered to by AI. Interesting. That's that's really interesting. Although the person may have, you're going to end up having a, a slight delay um, between, and I'm, I'm, I'm just talking off the top of my head now, but I mean, you're going to end up having that delay between the parroting of what the algorithm is telling the person, right? Yeah, so this is all stuff we're working out now. We've made it the whispering very fast to reduce the delay. Um, there are other problems as well that we're dealing with. One other issue is that the AI is very manipulative. We tried to do a live dispute with Comcast where the AI successfully got someone a discount, and it worked, but the AI was making stuff up. It was like saying, I had five outages in the past 24 hours, and that might be a successful strategy with Comcast, but from a liability perspective, you can't have AI lying. So we've had to really right. uh, build guardrails to make sure it tells the truth. That's awesome that it's lying for you. <laughs> I mean, it's not awesome at all, Joshua. What am I talking about? It's not awesome. It's okay if you lie, but not the robot. You don't want the robot to lie. All right. So what, yeah. how, what makes the robot? So the robot decides... The AI, I'm sorry, I keep calling it a robot, but the AI decides that it's working on your behalf. So whatever it says, it's going to do and say what it believes is best for you, right? So uh, there, the guardrails are, hey, yes, we want you to do what's best, but you got to tell the truth. <laughs> Yeah, so we we have to you have to tell the AI. Um, we say make sure you stick to the information, and when we tell it that, it doesn't lie so much. There's one other issue, which is that the AI talks too much. So um, going back to our Comcast dispute, Comcast would like say, um, "Oh, uh, I'm looking into it," and AI would keep saying thank you. So you imagine in the courtroom, the judge is saying, "Just give me a minute." Um, sure, judge, I'm happy to give you a minute, and it was right. almost rude. And right. so what we've done is we've built another AI to even decide whether to say anything and then a second AI to decide what to say. Now so the, there's so the, many AIs working together to make this a success um, and we'll see what happens. Now the thing with the uh, in the courtroom, uh, you would hope that the human that's parroting what AI is telling them uh, to do would not parrot, sure, judge, go ahead the human would realize that he didn't have to say that, right? I mean, that's the course of com- ordinary conversation, right? And, and yeah, of so ordinary we- human conversation. So you would hope that the human would realize, oh, I don't have to say that. That's just the AI saying that. Well, um, we are um, compensating the people involved in these cases so that if they say exactly what the AI says, they get money. Um, and, oh. and, and they're not obliged to, to do it. Um, so we've still said we'll pay your ticket regardless of what happens because, you know, if you give people the freedom from a compliance perspective, that reduces our liability. Right. But we want this to be a completely AI case. The human is actually almost like a speakerphone for the AI. That's uh, the way we see it. 
in these cases. And so we want it to be a success and we want people to be comfortable saying what the AI tells them. Got it. Because that's, I mean, that's a problem with, uh, that's been a problem with, uh, with robots, with actual robots. I realize this is, you know, uh, the the algorithm, but with actual robots, right, where people are okay when they know that the robot is a robot, but where people start questioning and having issues with robots in their lives is when they try to pull off not being a robot and they realize the humans realize hey that's not right that's something is a little off there and so they have a problem with the robots right so that's the same with the ai and obviously that's what you're working on you want the human to just parrot exactly what the ai is saying so that the ai learns to actually be a part of a conversation and not look like it's a robot got it (laughs) yeah and can you imagine how much time we're gonna save when robots are just dealing with this like no one has time to call united i know i know and it's such a i realize that and it's it's still you know again you go back to we live in such you know great times right i mean we are we are (laughs) leaping ahead with technology and our knowledge you know leaps and bounds but on the you know the flip side of that is uh is kind of scary and uh so i'm not sure i want to be really happy and say i know look at the time we're going to save and look at the ai knows all this information and for how much how much are you charging for me to be a, a member of of uh uh i want to make sure i say your name right because i've said it wrong so much so it's 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 don'tpay.com do not pay why do i keep saying that would you stop me stop me it's do not pay it's do not pay.com okay so i got it right i i I, I promise josh i won't i won't screw up again (laughs) so how much does it cost for for me to be a member of do not pay.com it costs $36 every three months. And the reason we chose that time period is because that's typically how long these cases take to get resolved Right. for users to see their first refund or when. Right. So I could, you know, I could uh, theoretically pay you for a year or more and just have you at my beck and call then, right? Yeah. And within that, within the membership fee, I have access to everything under your umbrella? Exactly. Or you can eat uh, legal robot lawyer services. That's awesome. I, I'm really excited to see how this, I'm probably not excited as you, but I'm really excited to see how this turns out for you at do not pay.com. There, I finally, I, I've almost screwed it up again. <laughs> so, uh, Joshua Browder, thank you so much for joining me on Chewing the Fat. Is there anything else that you want to, uh, tell people about or i mean i i'm just kind of excited i would love to talk to you once uh once this wraps up and we actually have uh confirmation on what happened you know good or bad uh i, I would love to find out what happened so uh of course I'm, i've added you to our updates and i will keep you in the loop that's fantastic i will uh i'll send you an email and i you know that we can stay in touch i would love that very much because uh it's really fascinating what you guys are doing. And uh, I know in the end, it'll all be for good. It's not evil, right? Hopefully. 
<laughs> Thanks, Joshua. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. Do not pay dot com. Just a reminder that the White House claims no evidence of a cyber attack to the uh, canceled flights and the FAA issue. Uh, However, uh, the Royal Mail is unable to dispatch letters and parcels overseas as it has suffered a severe disruption to export services following a cyber incident. Ha! But there's no evidence whatsoever of any cyber attack. So, you know, good, good. I'm glad that there's no evidence of that. Uh, In my interview with uh, Josh, I was talking about the Microsoft new voice AI, and I couldn't remember what it was called, and it's called Valley. I guess it's a play on Wally, V-A-L-L-E, and it can uh, simulate anyone's voice with three seconds of audio so that uh that's either good or bad that's either good or bad all right let me leave you with a little joke that uh, i love this thread it's a uh, twitter thread about uh, a workplace incident <clears throat> co-worker got his lunch stolen and they've agreed to let him watch the security camera this is the most excited i've ever been at any job ever The lunch in question was shrimp fried rice, which means this escalates from a misdemeanor to felony, no doubt. Case facts. Lunch was in fridge for less than an hour before it vanished. No shrimp smell remnants in the microwave or kitchen area. This was a professional hit, no doubt. Holy crap, he's back. He watched the tape. He knows who did it. So the man whose lunch was stolen sits across from me. The person who stole his lunch sits right next to me. (laughs) She left for the day before the investigation started. According to the video, this psychopath didn't even eat the food. She took it out of the fridge and threw and buried it in the trash. Her motives remain completely unknown. In lieu of what he saw on the tape, he's decided to not press the matter anymore. I can't say I blame him. We don't know what this woman is fully capable of. Points to clarify. He bought the shrimp fried rice around 11.30 a.m. carryout, put it in the fridge to chill until he takes lunch at noon. So she had exactly a 30-minute window of time to do what she did. There was no intention of microwaving the food. Update. So when dude watched the video with HR, they asked, what do you want to do about it? He told them he was solely interested in who did it, and he didn't want to be responsible for someone getting fired. After charges were dropped, HR sent a company-wide email about stealing people's lunches. She's scheduled to arrive at work in 20 minutes. My blood is on cocaine. She has walked into the room, and the room is dead silent. Dead effing silent. Yet there is a palpable, explosive energy pulsing through everyone but her. From the moment she walked in, I've been staring at her, watched her open her email, and how she clicked on the god darn HR email. Holy F! Strap in, here we go. 
I can't move. I simply can't move. Anything could happen right now. After seeing the HR email, she says out loud, Whoa, someone stole the lunch? Who would do something like that? I may have to run out of this room. After she said that, Shrimp Guy responds, Well, yeah, it's not okay to throw someone's food away. We're all about to start screaming. The crap about to get crazier. After he says that, she goes, Oh, it was your lunch? Well, why would you go to HR about that? She has simultaneously denied her involvement and called the guy who saved her job a snitch. Dude just sighed and went back to work. After she said what she said, she looks frighteningly calm. I'll keep updating if anything else occurs, but all I can say is that everyone in the office from the janitor to the founder knows that she did. She now carries an invisible scarlet letter. This is real. This is happening. We know who did it. We don't know why. It's a post-production company, so we're in fact open. She's been sitting three feet from me this whole time. Unbeknownst to the guy and the woman, I just ordered three shrimp fried rice plates for lunch and will be hand-delivering them. (laughs) She took the fried rice from me with a big smile on her face. She's eating it and loving it. This is utter ruthlessness. I love shrimp fried rice. The thief. (laughs) That is a tremendous thread. And I believe none of it. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.